Hello, everybody. Welcome to the second episode of Struggles of a Procrastinator with Topegas. So, this is a very special episode because it's going to be short as fuck. Because I'm tired as fuck. Because tomorrow we head out to Disney for my girlfriend's birthday, her 20. Third birthday. She's old. She's reaching her Jordan year. She thinks she's young. She's not. Now she. She just did her highlights blonde. I really like them. I've been bugging her all day about it though. But I like them. So my bad if I go and like quiet rants is that well is that I I'm looking for content (laughs) because I said that I was gonna have content on the next one but no I don't Dun 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 The fuck? Yeah, hell when your Apple Watch tells you what the fuck to do. Like, mine is all day, every day. Saying, breathe. Stand up. Drink water. Okay, with that awkward silence, let's get this first episode started, baby. I love that shit. So, I've been looking for jobs now again. I recently graduated like six months ago, and I've been on the search for some jobs or about people a moment okay so as I was saying I've been on the search for some jobs and because uh, you know I decided to take like a little sabbatical to take like a little break for those six months and now I've been six months in a job that I hate I fucking hate that job, man. First off, I'm a biomedical engineering engineer, and they pay me what they pay Amazon people to pack shit in boxes. 
You know, they pay me the same thing they pay a fucking guy with a high school diploma or less. And not saying that there's nothing, that there's, you know, something bad with having a high school diploma. I'm just saying that I studied this shit. I went through fucking five and a half years of college. And they told me, they told me, you'll get a job as soon as you get out of college with this degree. That's bullshit. There's no jobs out there for me right now. And if you're a fucking, uh, if you're a recruiter manager and you work with quality engineers in the south of Florida, quality, biomedical, manufacturing, packaging, systems, any type of engineer that a biomedical engineer can do, and you're fucking calling me and leading me on, fuck you. But if you have a job available, I'm here, I'm open, I have availability. But fuck you. Dude, they're the fucking words. They call you and they tell you this fucking whole story. Hi, Miguel. This is Vanessa from Aerotech. I just want to make sure that I have all your information correct. Your name is Miguel, right? And then I'm like, yeah. And then they say, uh, you recently graduated from FIU as a biomedical engineer. And I see here that you don't have as much experience as we would like for this position that it's open but we think it's fine right there hang up right there hang the fuck up because all they're doing is trying to get another recruit to possibly get an interview so that then when they offer you up the fucking people are being like nah I told you guys that I wanted a guy with like Three to four years of experience. This guy has one to two years of experience. This is not what I want. So then they just already said your name. You're not a candidate no more. So all your, all those people are doing is fucking up your fucking, you know, your, your chances. So then I tell him, yeah, 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 yeah. I have only two years of experience. I go through my whole resume, what yada, yada. And honestly, I'm way fucking better. Talking to recruiters on the phone that I am in interviews. In interviews, I don't know what it is. I get panicked. I don't say things how it is. On the phone with a recruiter, I tell them exactly what they want to hear. And I sell myself to them. And they don't fucking sell me on to their supervisors to put me on positions. I've been contacted by like 30 recruiters. None of them give you shit, man. None of them give you shit. They've, like, I've had, like, two interviews from a recruiter. That's it. And then I've had zero jobs, (laughs) zero job offerings for my amazing work as an engineer. All right. So I go on. I keep applying. I keep applying. I keep applying. I keep applying. All I get are, we matched all all your criteria with our job description. And we're sorry to inform you that we're going to continue with a more qualified prospect. Fuck you, bro. You don't even know me. Like, it's such bullshit. And now fucking LinkedIn did this whole, is doing this whole VR interview, like AR interview. MR, mixed reality interview. Yeah, where like you're sitting in front of the interviewer. But I don't know how that will work. Like what I need to buy the fucking glasses or is this like in the future where everybody has glasses and everybody's living in a fucking mixed reality 
Or is it just through like Skype camera? Are they gonna be able to fucking record that shit and just create an avatar that's just saying what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like that's really inhumane. Like a really Im- improper way of doing interviews. Especially if you want to know the person you're hiring. Or unless it's like the person is going to be working remotely. Then yeah, then yeah, yeah, I get it. But if they're not going to be working remotely. If, you have, if you're going to have some kind of guy or girl come into your office and work there. Yo, I need to see into that person's eye and know he's not a serial killer. Like, I need someone to look into that person's eye and be like, okay, this person's not killing squirrels out there and shit. Like, this person can come and be with other human people stable, you know? Like, I don't know. But at the same time, I wouldn't mind working with Mr. Robot. Like, I would be the person that talks to Mr. Robot, tries to have some type of communication with him. And be like, oh shit, this guy is fucking crazy. I wanna, I wanna be his friend. Like, I don't know why I really, I've always been like attracted to like intelligent people. Like intelligent people call like they like. Uh, I don't know. They just like. Attract me in a sense that I want to know them You know I want to know what's up in their head So if Mr. Robot worked on my on my work I would 100% be like So you're a psycho Tell me how that's going on And just be asking him all his questions and shit By the way If someone here has not seen Mr. Robot Hands down One of the best shows Season 1 and season 2 I don't remember that much of season 3 I think I was high through all of it. But season one and season two, amazing. Back to topic. Fuck recruiters. Fuck work recruiters. Fuck work recruiters. I repeat. If you're a work recruiter, fuck you. I don't know, man. I'm just salty. Because I've been on the job hunt for a week and a half. And I haven't found anything. That's why I'm salty. Dude, I've been applying like everywhere. Especially in South Miami. Everywhere in South Miami. Like, I'm even willing to drive up like an hour and a half. As long as the pay is good, an hour and a half is not bad. Nah, just pop in a podcast, drive all the way over there, drive all the way back. Talking about driving. I'm tired of driving. I have a lease, 7,500 miles. Dude. It's 7,500 miles a year. I have 8,900 and something miles. And it's only been like six months, seven months. No, it's been more. It's been like 10 months. And I'm way past due. I need to call those fuckers. Yeah, so since I don't want to pass my mile range and I don't want to pay more, I've been thinking of buying like a scooter, like an electric scooter. Like, the ones that are all over fucking any city right now that you, like, rent for, like, a dollar and then you just ride it along. Like, you just don't fucking care. Like, you just ride it everywhere. That's the scooter that I want. But for me, it's not so that anybody else could use that shit in the city, you know? Just, like, to go to work. 
I would definitely, dude, I saw one today, goes 40 miles per hour and has a range of 50 miles. That's a fucking car. That's a car. I'm sorry, that's a fucking bike. Like, that's a motorcycle, 100%. You go on the street on that. Like, I can go, but it's also $2,500. It's a fucking $2,500,000 scooter. $2,500 scooter. I don't know why I said 2500000 That's like 250000 Probably. Dude. So, yeah, man. Fuck recruiters. Fuck driving. Fuck scooters. Uh, no. No. I don't know why I just said that. Fuck recruiters and fuck driving. I like scooters. Especially electric ones. Those shits are so fun. If you haven't done so, please give a gift to yourself and go to any major city. You'll see them laying in the fucking street like like dead birds. Because that's what they look like. They look like dead fucking animals in the street. Like a like an iguana was just squished there and they're just like... <laughs> on the street. And you'll see them everywhere too. Like you'll see definitely you'll see more scooters and hobos. One hundred percent. Especially if you're like in a good city. Uh I don't think New York has them, so they don't count. But if you're like in a good city like Houston, Los Angeles, Miami, Brickle, shit like that, like bro, you'll definitely see them more than fucking hobos. Cause I see those shits everywhere. And it's not a bad business strategy if you think about it. It's just like, let's get $100,000. Let's get 500 of this shit. Because they buy cheap ones, of course. And if they buy it on bulk, it's going to be cheaper. So let's just get like 500 of these things. And let's throw them in a big city that needs commute. Boom. Right there. Let's charge $1 to unlock it and a quarter for every minute. Dude, that, you know how long you are usually on that shit? A quarter for every minute? Dude, that's a solid check. And $1 to unlock it. That's a fucking solid business plan. Like, I was thinking about that. I was like, that's not bad at all. And then, whatever they make, they use it to buy more scooters and put it in more cities. More scooters and put it in more cities. It's better than getting an Uber to just the fucking corner. If it's less than three miles away, it's better than getting a fucking Uber. Especially if you're in a city. You just pop that shit on the bike lane. You just breeze, bro. You breeze through traffic. You breeze through people. You breeze through everything. It felt amazing. I really liked it. I did it drunk and high. Yeah, I'm both. And I'm swerving on my scooter on the growth. Haha, <laughs> because that's exactly where I was. No, no, I was on the growth. I was on Coral Gables. That's right. But our, for the sake of rhymes, I was in the growth. I miss stand up, man. Haven't done a set in a minute. In a fat minute. 
I don't know. I guess because I bombed my last like four sets in a row, I got kind of scared. I had like three good sets, and then I was like, "I'm a professional now, thank you." <laughs> so, I do stand up like three times, right? They bomb, all of them bomb. Then I go to this other club. It's like a bar. It's it's not like a bar. It's completely a bar. It's actually like a dive bar. A whiskey dive bar at that. It's a really cool bar. It's called Taro's. It's in Coconut Grove in Miami. So I go there Thursday. And I fucking kill. At like 1.30 in the morning. Like. It's just the bartenders. Mm, sorry. It's just like the bartenders are left. There's like four crack addicts in there. Two fucking... You know, two prostitutes that just got from work, a weird kid, and then a group of three hipsters. And I fucking killed. Like, everybody laughed. So I was like, oh, shit, today was a good day, right? Today was fucking lit. I made all these motherfuckers laugh, blah, yada, 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 yada. Then I don't go to any of the other gigs except for that same one Thursday next week. It's an open mic, and I fucking kill again. Yeah, I fucking kill. Same crowd of people, same type of people. Dude, then I do it again, fucking kill. Kill again. Every time I do three, you know, different iterations of the joke, whatever. Of the same jokes. uh, Of the the set, different iterations of the set. It's a five-minute set, so I don't even think I should call it a set. Just a five-minute Five minutes, that's it. I the different iterations of those five minutes, right? And then I go and do it again and I bomb. I blame the crowd, I blame the crowd, whatever. Then people are telling me, like, nah, dude, don't blame the crowd. Like, it's always you as a comedian, whatever. And I was like, fuck, okay. Then I go to Tarot's again the day after I bombed and I bombed again. Two in a row. And that's after, like, killing it for three weeks straight. So I was like, dude, I need to start getting paid. Like, yesterday, I'm a fucking professional at this. I'm a beast. I'm a fucking major deal. Like, these people are hearing it right now in the open mic. They don't know that in a year they're going to be paying for my fucking special. You know, all this is going through my head. And then I fucking bombed twice in a row. Twice in a row and like really bad, like two solid bombs. So then I get a little bit dismotivated and then things have been happening throughout the weeks, you know, uh, going to Disney, getting back from Disney and left to Puerto Rico for a couple of days. I wanted to go do an open mic in PR, but they're Tuesdays. So I need to go over there and do an open mic, do it in fucking Spanish, have some fun with it. I'm trying to do, like, the same jokes, but in Spanish. And I don't think they'll translate that well. Because, fuck. I don't know. But I think I have some jokes in Spanish, too. Like, like ducks in Miami versus no ducks in Puerto Rico. Dude, you know what's crazy that I just realized? Not just realized, but when I was over there now, back home. Dude. I had to realize that in Puerto Rico, no ducks, but we have fucking geese or goose or however you fuck you call those psycho birds. 
because they're fucking psychos. And people use them as guard dogs at their houses, dog. Like, you're driving through, like, a, like what we call a barrio, like, a fucking neighborhood, whatever. It's, like, not the best neighborhood. So, like, driving through the hood. And instead of signs of, like, beware, dog, you see signs of, like, beware, goose, or whatever the fuck that fucking bird is called. It's, like, this white duck-looking-ass bird, but it's a fucking savage killer on the inside. In Spanish, I'm ganso. Throw ganso, cabrón. And those gansos can fucking kill motherfuckers. They bite. They have teeth, bro. They have teeth, and they bite and they run like a motherfucker. So, they're they're better than having a guard dog. As long as you take care of that fucking ganso, because that shit will bite its owner. Go fuck. That shit probably kills like snakes and shit out in the backyard. So yeah, man, I haven't done stand-up in a while. It's been already like two weeks since I haven't been back to any club. I want to go back. I want to do a couple sets. I want to practice a couple new jokes that I have. I need to like build them, though. I need to build them really good. Like, I don't know. I have a couple of ideas here on scrap material. Let's see. <laughs> I think this is fucking hilarious. Dude, I think this is fucking hilarious. So, my bad, I was looking at my set list. And I was auto-proclaiming myself a genius. You know, typical things you you do. So, I usually, you know, I usually do my sets with three jokes. Cause that's the amount of time a motherfucker gets out here when he's doing up open mics. Just five minutes of material. So, I usually do... Okay. I usually do driving and texting. That's a must. I do a squirrel joke. I'm still trying to figure that one out. I know that one is funny, but I need to figure out how to say it to make it funnier. Like, I get, like, good laughs from that one. Like, huh? Usually in the beginning, and I lose them halfway through of it. So I need to I need to know how to close that joke. I need like a punchline to close that joke. I'm just telling a story of me being a bitch and running from a squirrel that wanted to attack me. That squirrel was some fucking caffeine, so it was scary. And squirrels have rabies. And squirrels on caffeine have caffeinated rabies. I don't want to have caffeinated rabies. That just sounds like a fucking headache. Imagine just waking up. Coffee foaming out of your mouth. 
<laughs> it's just you're doing like latte bubbles and shit like because you have rabies, but it's actually caffeinated rabies. Maybe me tomorrow, dickhead. I'm not going to restart my computer now. Don't you see I'm doing a podcast over here? Madasaka. And, yeah, I want, I'm not so sure about that. I do driving and texting in Miami because it's the best city to drive and text. Any city that has, that the cops have a computer on their side, dude, those are the best cities to drive and text. They have a fucking computer set up where they're playing Fortnite and shit. And, like, they're live streaming. They're Twitch streaming that shit. How can you not get away with texting and driving? You think I'm going to stop watching Ozark when I know this fucking cop next to me is watching fucking Pornhub on his driver's seat? Fuck that. I'm not doing that. So, that was a little rant. That was not the actual joke. But, yeah, driving and texting, that's my second joke. And then I end it, or I switch it around. Usually switch driving and texting to the end, or this one in the end. Uh, the difference between boys and girls and how they mature at different rates. Yeah, that's a longer joke. That's like a two, two and a half, three minute joke. That's why I leave it there in the middle, or I put it at the end. But I have a bunch of new material, material that I haven't tested yet. So I want to go... Well, I did test, I tested one, I said my addiction joke, which is uh, I'm addicted to public shitting because I take shits everywhere. It doesn't matter how nasty the fucking bathroom is. I'll take a shit on it, guarantee. It's not enough paper. I'm going to stop me from taking a shit. If I have to go, I have to go. Dude, when you, when you have to take a shit, you're not in command anymore. But I'm talking like really have to take a shit. Like, you've already been holding it in for, like, an hour, and you're in the middle of nowhere. At that point, you're at, you're like, your asshole stops losing grip, you know? It's about to drop for the fucking, you know, like, it's holding on to his life on the hill, and it's about to fall into the abyss, and just let that shit go through. You know, you get those really bad stomach cramps because you've been holding that shit, so the farts start going up instead of down. And then the fart gets like in the intestine and you're like, oh, fuck, I have to take a shit. Oh. And then, oh, that's the worst. So at that moment, you're not in control anymore, bro. Oh. And your asshole starts playing games with you. Once you find a toilet, right? You're putting paper to like sit on the paper and on the toilet seat. But you're in a bathroom, so your asshole just detects the toilet and it starts opening up and you think you're going to shit yourself before you even finish putting the toilet paper because your asshole is ready to fucking go and drop that deuce. And then you have to hold it in tight your fucking butt cheeks as hard as you can. Squeeze them as hard as you can and try that shit not to fucking fall loose into your underwear while you're trying to fucking fix a nasty ass crackheaded ass fucking bathroom. Dude, Shitting in public places has to be a worse addiction than crack. Because crack, you can get, you know, you can get shit through the injection. But you're you're okay with that if you're a heroin addict or a crack. I mean, a heroin addict, not a crack addict. But if you're a heroin addict, you have to be okay with that at some point. Because, like, you need the heroin. A shitting addiction, I could 
hold it a little bit longer. Go home or go to a nice restaurant, take the dump there. But, bro, I'll take it in fucking airports. Who knows what type of asshole has sat on an airport? I can fucking get anything from fucking hepatitis B all the way to fucking AIDS or the flu. I can get anything from sitting in a fucking public toilet. Then another one that I have is uh, saying thank you too much. (sighs) I need to try that joke out, but I need to get it good too. It's just an idea right now. So I'm stuck with this idea of like, I was fucking scarred as a little kid to just say thank you for anything and everything and bless you. Every time someone fucking sneezed, I was just like, my mom would just pop out of nowhere. Do you say, do you say bless you? Do you say bless you? Do you say bless you? But she would never say bless you. She would just tell me if I said bless you. I never heard her say bless you, right? And thank you. Do you say thank you? Do you say thank you? Do you say thank you? From everywhere, bro. Like, I could be in school. A teacher tells me, like, hey, Miguel, you got an A. And then my mom will pop up. Do you say thank you? It's like, thank you for what, bro? I got the A. She didn't give me an A. I got it. But I just say thank you for everything. Like, everything. Like, oh, thank you for opening the door. Normal things, right? Oh, thank you for picking that up. Oh, thank you for looking for that. Oh, thank you for doing me this favor. But then, like, I'll be saying thank you also for some stupid ass shit. Like, I'll be saying thank you for, like, (coughs) ah, thank you for not hitting me with your door, you know, not hitting my car with your door while you were opening. Or, ah, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Like, I just finished doing some Twitteries on the mom. It's like, ah, you know, uh, it was a good session. I go like, ah, thank you, thank you. Yes, it was. It was a good session. Thank you. Like, why? Why do I say fucking thank you so much? I hate it. I hate it. And then bless you. See, I was taught to say bless you so much that now, as an adult, I'm crippled. I can't differentiate between a sneeze and a cough. I just can't. I can't do it. Like, if someone coughs, I'm still going to say bless you. And there's nothing that boils my fucking blood more is when someone coughs and I go, bless you. And then they look at me with this fucking apologetic face, with this fucking like disgusted face of like, uh, that was a cough, not a sneeze. So there was no need to do, to say bless you. Dude, that fucking boils my blood. Like, I just want to tell him, like, yo, I fucking hope you die. I hope you die and you choke on your next fucking cough because I'm not fucking helping you or saying bless you. And I fucking hope that next time you cough, you have a fucking internal organ or fucking intestine block where it starts crippling into a fucking ball together with your stomach and you start nonstop blood coughing like blood coming out of your mouth to the floor and then you start diarrhea at the fucking same time you know you start fucking shitting and bleeding everywhere you paint like a fucking abstract painting of fucking gooiness with shittiness and bloodiness and i hope you survive it so that i can be 
fuck you and not bless you, man. Not bless you. Because, bro, I'm just wishing you a little bit of fucking health, you know? Bless you, bro. I bless that you're okay. I bless that you're healthier. I bless that you're safer. And then you told me, that was a cough, not a sneeze. Well, fuck you. I fucking hope you die then. I fucking hope you die then. I fucking hope you choke on your next cough. Because nothing is going to bless you then, bitch. Not even me. That's another one that I haven't tested out. I feel because too emotionally attached to it. <laughs> As you can tell. Oh, I want to do another one of like, let's try and make bullying good again. Because I feel like bullying is good for the, for little kids, man. Bullying is good, bro. You know, it builds moral, it builds character, it builds self-assurance because you need to know how to overcome that bullying. And in order to overcome that bullying, you need to trust yourself. And that takes three to four years as a little kid, you know, middle school and shit. Then in like a ninth, tenth grade, you start falling in with like a little bit, like the first steps into dipping your feet into who you are. So, like, nothing bothers you anymore. It might bother you in, like, a physical aspect, but not, like, a mental aspect. But now you know how to kick them back on their own game. And that's why I think we should make it good again, where it's, like, face-to-face. I'll fucking punch you type shit. Are you big, fat motherfucker? Or, like, I'm not good at insults, as you guys can tell. I just suck at insults. But... Not very fucking creative with insults. I just go with like obvious things. Like if he has a big nose, I'll be calling him like Toucan Sam or some shit. Like if whoever has big ears, I'll just be like fucking Dumbo. You know, like I'm not that creative with when it comes to insults. But I feel like it should happen. I got bullied all my fucking life. I'm a ginger kid in fucking Puerto Rico. You know, like I got called Lindsay Lohan. I got called used tampon because I'm a redhead, so like I was obviously a used tampon. I got called ginger, and that one actually stuck around for like eight years. And then until I just said, fuck it, I'm gonna make my own nickname. Then Topegas, and nobody called me Topegas. So people just started calling me ginger. And throughout all my high school, I was just ginger. I even had a high school teacher, an English teacher. And then she's like, why do you let people call you ginger? I'm like, I don't know. It's stuck. It's not insulting. Like, I'll just leave it. And then she made it fucking insulting. She told me, you know that ginger is actually a girl's name, not a guy's name. So every time they call you ginger, they're telling you you're a girl. And I'm like, wow, bro. The only one in, one thing that I found that people were calling me that I did not bother me, you just made it bother me. Like, congratulations, bitch. You made it. You made a kid three, you know, one-third of your fucking age. Sad. Is that what you want it? Is that what you want it? Congratulations. Fucking bitch. So then... Yeah, bullying needs to be done good again. It can't be on cyber anymore. It can't be cyberbullying only because cyberbullying is just fist, mental attack. Mental attack after mental attack. They, you know... They go through everything, and you can't just face them and be like, yo, fuck you, bitch. No, because the comment is always going to be there. It's always going to be written. 
And that fucking sucks. Because if someone says something to me, like, in person, I'll remember for, like, a couple of hours and then just be like, ah, fuck that person, right? Then two days later, I won't remember what the fuck they said. Not in fucking a computer. Computer, you go like, ah, oh, fuck that person. That shit doesn't hurt me. But then four, two days later, you go back and you read it. And then you go again through the same cycle. And then a week later, you go back, you read it. Then you go again through the same cycle. And then you just keep reading it. So something that should have been like a two-hour thing where you just like forgot about it and continue your day became like a one-month thing where you just keep giving it thought and thought, oh, man, I really do suck. Oh, man, I really am fat. Oh, man, I really am ugly. Oh, man, I really am whatever the fuck they insult you with. So that's why I don't like cyberbullying. I want to make it good again. You know, bullying is always going to exist. It's just survival of the fittest. You know, that's just how, how fucking, how we're fucking programmed. So it's always going to happen. There's always going to be this one little kid that thinks he's an alpha uh, or is insecure or something. And they're always going to try to release that shit on somebody else. So fuck it. And Dude, if you're smart and you're getting bullied, do not let that shit go into your head. They're just fucking stupid. And they think that, you know, they're going to crack you and make you miserable, make you at their level. Yo, fuck that. You're smart. Just be like, yeah, bro, whatever you say, bro. And continue with your life. Forget that shit. Forget that shit. I never listened to any... I did at the beginning, but then it was just like, ah, that was a good burn. I like it. Oh, you're being funny today. I like it. Oh, so I have two more jokes that are new that I still haven't tried, and they're paying without taxes. Dude, have someone ever asked you to go and, you know, like buy them something? Because you're like, let's say I'm at Costco, and then someone hits me up. Hey, bro, can you get me a fucking... A breed of filter. I'll pay you. I'll pay you back. And then you're like, yeah, bro, no problem. Then you go over. You make the transaction. You pay. And then he asks you, oh, how much was the how much was the item? And then you look at your receipt because you were buying other stuff, you know. And then you look at your receipt and it's like, oh, it was seven fifty two. And then they send you seven fifty two. Like, nah, bitch. There's tax in that seven fifty two. You know how much taxes. You live in the same place I do. I'm going to go give this shit to you later on the day. I'm going to see you. You know how much is this? Give me the fucking tax. It's a 10%. You know this shit. Don't be giving me 752, bitch. Give me 8 with something. Like it's supposed to be. God damn it. That shit gets me mad as fuck too. Oh, and nutrition facts. Don't even get me started on fucking nutrition facts. Nutrition facts are the, like, not every nutrition fact, but, like, Frito-Lay's nutrition facts, for example, or, like, Flaming Hot Cheeto nutrition facts. Like, you buy a big-ass bag, right? And then they say, serving size, 24. Per serving, I mean, service size, like, Six chips And then per serving And they give you the nutrition facts right And it's like who the fuck 
is just going to eat six chips and be like, oh, here it is. I ate all my calories for the day. No, bitch, nobody. Put the nutrition facts for the entire fucking bag. Because you know that if I buy Flaming Hot Cheetos, I'm either fucking blasted or I'm fucking like doing like a long drive or something. So I'm eating all them fucking Hot Cheetos in that bag. I'm not eating six and then being like, oh, I met my points for today. I ate 400 calories. Oh, wait, I want to eat seven more. So now I've eaten 13. So now I need to multiply this by 2.1. What? What the fuck is this? No, bro. I don't need to do that math in my head. Just fucking calculate the entire fucking bag for me, man. The entire fucking bag. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to eat all of it. If it says 3,000 calories, I'm still going to eat all of it. It's fucking amazing food. And you know I'm going to eat all of it. Like, if you have a pint of ice cream, if you're buying a pint of ice cream from Ben and & Jerry's, and it says serving size, one-eighth of the fucking bucket. Bitch, who the fuck out here is eating two little teaspoons of fucking ice cream? Nobody. I'm eating at least, at least half of that fucking bucket. That's on a slow day. That's if I already had sugar for the day. At least half of that shit. take a little break and go with our future sponsors because right now we don't have any sponsors because we are on episode two so let's take it out with this little note let's take a little break don't leave anywhere and we're back so now we're heading into a part of the podcast where I just read some news give my comments on them you know they're not necessarily going to be funny or anything it's just things you know my reactions to it let's do it Welcome to the motherfucking news section. So right now I'm reading the David Ortiz thing and Santo Domingo shit. And how many people are getting killed over there. And like, think about it. I have a conspiracy theory about this, right? I was discussing it today with uh, my aunt. Isn't it weird? How now, suddenly, people are being killed in Dominican Republic, specifically U.S. citizens only? Dude, okay, so this has always happened in Dominican Republic, especially with people that go get drugs in Dominican Republic. Like, you know, they they want to venture out into the drugs of the DR, and they want to dip their fingers, you know, in that little... In that little mystic world of DR. So like. So they start fucking like. You know. Leaving the hotels. And started going to the cities. Now these are bad neighborhoods. You know. They're not good neighborhoods. The good parts about them are the. You know. The clubs. 
and the fucking hotels, but no, people want to act like they're tough. They don't care. This is not bad neighborhoods, whatever, right? So then they get mixed up with the wrong crowd or they get the wrong drug. Like, dude, drugs over there are mixed. They mix them with everything. So it's like they get mixed up, whatever. And they even overdose or they had some little rat poison on their coke or something. Or they were smoking some bougie doobie weed. You know, the type of riggedy sack weed or some shit. And they just fucking, you know, a lot. Like, I think one or two of them got killed or some shit. I don't know. I might be creating that number, like, outside of the hotel. But it's all a coincidence because now Puerto Rico never had an inclusive hotel. Dominican Republic is known to have all inclusive hotels, right? So this is where the theory starts that Puerto Rico now has all inclusive hotels. One in in like a decent neighborhood, right? Puerto Rico is US owned. Puerto Rico owes money to the US. So I'm thinking that the US is leaking this information of like the US people that have been dying in the Dominican Republic, right? So maybe the people that still want a vacation with an all inclusive passage can just jump to Puerto Rico. And then Puerto Rico can have some influx in tourism, right? And they can like Puerto Rico can have some influence, like not influence. Some more money on tourism, and they can start paying back United States all that they owe them. They're like sixty something billion dollars in there or some shit. I'm colder than a motherfucker in this bitch. So yeah, that's my conspiracy theory. What's coming and going from Netflix in 2019? So I was told by my boy that Netflix is just trying to have like hella fucking material. You know, hella fucking content. So they don't have to produce anything new anymore at a certain point. That's why they're spending so much money on it right now. And then they can just charge you to rewatch everything. Things that you haven't still watched. Because it's true, bro. There's a bunch of Netflix. Like, look. July 12th. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9 Netflix things come out. Netflix original. July 11th. 1. Of one thing coming out. July 10th. Two of four things coming out. These are fucking like. Oh shit. Luis Miguel. The series starts July 12th. Dude. I've been wanting to watch that shit for a minute. A minute bro. Luis Miguel. It's like. The the, the Spanish Elvis dog. Like that motherfucker. Nah, I wouldn't say Elvis. I would say the Spanish, like. Who the fuck is Luis Miguel's 
English version. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the Spanish Frank Sinatra, bro. Yeah, like that famous. Like he's had his ups and downs. He comes from a troubled background and shit. So like the Spanish Frankie. He's been involved with drugs here and there, you know? Frankenstein's Monsters Monster. Frankenstein. That's a really long title. I want to know what the fuck it is. David Harbour. Is that the same guy from fucking... Hmm. I'll probably watch it. Pinky Malinky. What the fuck is that? It's a Netflix family. Oh, Netflix family. July 19th. Comedians and cars getting coffee, bro. I'm so excited for our new season. Eddie Murphy's gonna be in it, bro. Eddie fucking Murphy. Dude. That's crazy. Wait, where the fuck is the list? Whatever. It's a dope-ass list. La Casa de Papel Parte 3. I'm definitely watching that shit. That shit's gonna be crazy, but I think they're gonna fuck it up. I know they're gonna fuck it up. Inglorious Bastards is coming back on July 22nd. Oh, no. Okay, yeah. Inglorious Bastards on July what? 22nd. Yo, they're having so many Netflix original, bro. Orange is the New Black. I don't see that shit, but for people that do, I've watched like seasons here and there. And they're lit, but not lit enough to, like, keep me seeing every episode. You feel me? Dude, Austin Powers is leaving already? Didn't it just arrive? God damn, leaving July 1st. That's, like, in a little bit. Blood Diamond is out. Dumb and Dumber is out. The Matrix is out? Dude, the interview? Silence of the Lambs? Wow, bro. A bunch of wedding crashers? Dude. Captain Underpants is gone. American Gangster is gone. Damn, that sucks. Dude, the new Black Mirror fucking sucks. What the fuck is up with that first episode?
Damn. They're taking those fire movies. Dude, I'm looking right now at the new 2020 Mercedes AMG GLC 63 Sport. God damn, this shit is sexy. The coupe. God damn, this shit is sexy. God damn, this shit looks nice, bro. I really wanted to hate on it. Like, I really, really wanted to hate on it. Bro, why does everything that moves, like, every equipment that moves, scooter, bikes, cars, motorcycles, uh, skateboards, everything, their website have a picture of all the background blurred, and then the image in the middle really fucking nice. Like, you can see it, like, really nice. But everything else in the image is, like, blurred. And they're all, like, equally blurred. Blurred like they're going five miles per hour or they're going fucking a hundred miles per hour. They're not more blurred, so I just don't understand those pictures. But damn, this shit looks good. Ooh, on the inside. And the inside is fucking nice. S plus the ooh the fucking the yellow dude it has like yellow designs on the steering wheel and on the seats, and on the dashboard they look f- yellow stitching, bro. They look fucking lit with like silver black, silver black and like a type of velvet. That nice AMG motor. This is probably gonna do like a hundred and sixty miles per hour, easy. <coughs> <coughs> easy hundred and sixty miles per hour. S plus, hundred and sixty, no problem. Look it up. Dude, the Hubble telescope successor inches close to launch. After successfully testing its ability to withstand extreme temperature and the vacuum of space, the James Webb Space Telescope is now one step closer to its planned launch. Damn. fucking crazy this telescope will be a huge leap forward for space telescopes with a mirror 6.5 times the area of Hubble's damn so it will be able to see farther and with greater precision but it's too big so like there's nowhere to fit it right now so the people that are engineering it Figured out a way to fucking fold it like an origami paper, bro. 
folded in like honeycomb figures. Dude, and like they look like honeycomb honeycombs right now. They look fucking lit. Dude, I can't wait to see the pictures from that fucking telescope. It's gonna be crazy. Dude, so they're re-releasing Avengers Endgame with new footage. Like, holy shit, poor actors, bro. Poor fucking actors, man. They need to fucking do how many... Yo, the movie was already three hours long. So, like, holy shit, how much longer do they plan on doing it now? Like, it's already three fucking hours long. Is the new one that's gonna release with extra footage gonna be like three and a half hours long? Damn. This week, Avengers Endgame came within just 50 million. Of toppling Avatar's domestic box office. After a 3.51 million weekend brought it to an eye-watering 2,742,491,359 dollars. Moolah's ticket sold, bro. Holy shit. Well, it came close to Avatar's record-holding. 2.78 billion. It seemed like Endgame wouldn't just wouldn't be able to top it. Oh no wonder. No wonder they're gonna re-release that shit like the extended version. An unknown amount of new footage not seen in the original theatrical cut. We're doing that. I don't know if it's been announced. I don't know how much. Yeah, we're doing it next weekend. Not an extended cut, but there will be a version going into theaters with a bit of a marketing. With a bit of a marketing push. With a few new things at the end of the movie. If you stay and watch the movie... After the credits, there'll be a deleted scene, a little tribute, and a few surprises, which will be next weekend. Dude, I'm going to fucking watch those on YouTube. Like, why did you say that? I'm going to watch them on YouTube. I'm not going to a fucking three-hour movie again to watch the fucking credits, which are going to appear in the mark like 3.20, 3.15. Fuck that. When Feige sucks next weekend. That's likely not this weekend after all. Disney would probably very much like that. Tony Stark and his friends don't come stumping over the opening weekend of Toy Story 4. But could it be the end of the month? Could it be for July 4th holiday? 
Facts. They want to throw at the same day as Toy Story 4. You're crazy. Dude. Scientists are researching the dust inside homes. Here's what they discovered. Holy shit, the average American stays within four walls for an average of 90% of their day. God damn, we lazy as fuck. Okay, we lazy as fuck. Okay, so with that guys, new section is done. Totally different sound than the first time, baby. Well, with this, it's time to say goodnight. I'm going to go sleep. Have fun, guys. See you next time.